Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Do The Stuff podcast. Uh, today, I have my good friend, Nate Clark, here with us. Nathan Clark, uh, actually. Uh, Either one. Got to give the world your formal name. Uh, he's uh, pretty much a genius. He is an incredibly good programmer that is also an agent, a real estate agent, and then has built out this like incredible website that essentially scans the MLS and uh, you can like do these filters that you can anywhere else to find like assumable loans and like fixer up properties, um, which is really cool. So anyways, excited to get into it with Nathan today. And uh, so, yeah, so with that, let's, uh, let's get started. Nathan, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're doing, what's cool, how you're doing the stuff. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm relatively new to real estate, which is kind of why we're talking, but, um, so I just, I studied software engineering. Uh, I currently, um, I currently like, uh, I hate, I can't do this, man. <laughs> do this. Dude, you're good. You're good. Okay. We're going to cut that part out. Can we cut that part out? Maybe we'll see how it looks. Okay. We're going to cut it out. Hey, sometimes like just being raw is, is, right. is better. All you right. Know? All right. That's what I people like. Out of my head. Well, just think uh, it's crazy. Like everyone just watches these things. And if you've watched any like my last couple, I'm like terrible for the first 10 <laughs> minutes. And then like you kind of just forget and go, you know. All right. I'm not going to say I'm good after that, but I feel like I'm a little better. All right. Well, anyway, so about me. Um, yeah. So I. I've been studying software engineering, or I did study software engineering, um, and then I worked as a software engineer full time. And basically, I just I saw a big gap in the industry for real estate, and I was just like, well, I just feel like there was a lot of area where you could improve, and a lot of area where you could create tools that will make the home finding process a lot easier. And so, and so. I just thought maybe I'll get into real estate. I got my license and I've just been learning a lot and building up a clientele. And that's kind of been my journey into real estate. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, I mean, so we actually, what's, what's cool about Nate and I's story is we, we pretty much took the class at the same time and got into being agents at roughly the same time, partly because we were attempting to launch, launch a property management company and you, at least in Utah, you legally have to be a licensed agent in order to take uh, fees for property management, unless it's like family and friends and under five to 10 units or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, and then after we did that, we're kind of just realized that it's way easier to get a commission check for a sale than, you know, it takes like years of, of managing something yeah. and being on your phone. And so even though there is a place for that, it seemed like kind of like for now to build it, it, it was a different direction. And I, I'm glad that, you know, we didn't like be like, I'm never talking to you again. It was a mutual. Let's not do this for now. Uh, yeah. Maybe in the future, property management isn't a bad business, but yeah. Yeah. It's but, not an easy business either. So, you know, yeah. So, so tell us more about the pivot and how you pivoted to just being a normal, he's not, not a normal sales agent, but like the website you built and like what it's doing and then like how it's kind of a game changer. Cause I've seen the exact same thing with this is a old school business. And so there's like, if you know tech and how to implement software, like you can really make some incredible changes and it's a fun time to be in it, you know, cause some of the rest of the world already shifted. And I feel like 
most of how real estate's done is still the old school way. Yeah. Real estate's very outdated. Um, not, not as technologically advanced as it should be. Um, but going back to um, starting a property management company. So originally we were like, we wanted to build software that just basically made managing properties really easy. Cause that, that also that sector of real estate is like even worse than any other part of the real estate market. It's like property management is so like, it's so behind in, um, in just in their technology that it just, it's like, it's funny. It, like they can make their job so much easier by adopting just a slice bit of technology, but they don't. Yeah. And so we were like, well, let's just build a software that does all of it. Um, but then we realized, you know, like, like a subscription model, you may not make quite enough. And so we're like, okay, well then maybe let's just manage properties and we'll build the software for us to make it internal and then make it a little bit easier for us. Um, and so then we were like, all right, well, let's get our, let's get our licenses. Cause then, like you said, in Utah, you have to have your license. And then, and then from there, what we did is, did you kind of have like an oh crap moment after all the fees? Cause I know I was like, let's get our license. And then I'm like, wait, I have to pay like how much to do this you know? <laughs> after already doing the courses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was, I don't, I don't remember how much the fees were, but it was, I feel like it's a couple grand between couple MLS grand and the, uh, the first time stuff. I mean. It adds up pretty quick. Yeah, it added up really quick, and I was like, well, yeah, and it was it was kind of expensive, but and then we realized, like, you know, it'd be it'd be a lot easier to sell a house, and you make managing this house for three years, you make as much as you'd make in one day selling a house. So, um, and so we were like, well, let's pivot, let's let's um, maybe instead of trying to do property management, let's try to just sell some houses and then down the line let's look at property management. And so and so I looked at selling houses or being an agent for people and I was like, "Well, there's a lot of a lot of areas for improvement there too, like when it comes to technology." And so I was thinking like the first thing I thought was um I learned about assumable loans, which is basically don't know what assumable loan is. It's um it's just basically a loan like if Derek's selling his house and he bought it with an FHA loan, for example, generally government-backed loans are assumable. So instead of me having to go get a new loan, he could transfer that loan to me. And so if he has a 3% interest rate, I could just get a 3% interest rate. And so so explain why that's so important in like this current market. Well, yeah, if you can give me a 3% interest rate and and I could save you know $1,500 a month versus going to a going to a normal um, seven and a half or something seven and a half percent thing might have come down a little bit but it's still it's still pretty pricey so I mean 1500 bucks a month off your mortgage that'd be huge and so I was like well how do I how do I identify every home in Utah that is gonna have an assumable loan so that's that's kind of where it started and so originally I was just like I just want to I just want to build software that'll identify any assumable loans in Utah and it'll and I just basically had them in a database. And I was like, okay, I can use this for my clients. And then I was like, well, why don't I just make it a little bit more robust? And so I built like an actual website to put it into. And so now people could go through my website and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, and this- what's, what's the website called? We'll do, we'll do a humble plug here. It's called utahhomefinds.com. Okay. So if you go to utahhomefinds.com, originally it was just, you could look at all these summable loans in Utah. But then I was like, 
well, is a great tool. And, and you could, you could see like, oh, this house, this house in Orm is for sale. It's going for 450. There's an assumable loan that's at 400. So I could assume $400,000 worth of this property value at 3%. So I could save $1,500 or a thousand dollars on my mortgage. Um, and so that's what I built originally. And then I, and then I was like, well, if I, if I build this, I might as well just put some other features into it. So then, then I added seller financing homes into it because a lot of times with seller finance homes, you can, you, you can, can get save. a similar deal. You can get a similar deal. Some, sometimes they're better, sometimes they're worse, but they're similar deals. And with interest rates so high, it was a, and it, it, it can be a really big deal for a lot of people, right? I mean, $1,000, even $500 a month can make a pretty big difference, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. Um, and so I added, so I had assumable loans in there. And you should, so now on the website, you can go, you can click assumable loans. You can click um, seller finance homes. You can look at, I also like, you can filter to just homes that have like a mother-in-law suite. So so that's like another way you can save, you know, easily you can save a thousand dollars on your mortgage. In in this area, in Orm, you could probably save at least fifteen hundred dollars on your mortgage. Oh, if totally. You, if you have a if you have a mother-in-law suite. So basically it was just I wanted to build a software that was the best home finding tool in all of Utah and made it so anyone could buy a house and save a thousand dollars on their mortgage. Yeah. Every single month. When essentially, I mean, I've found like the hardest part as an agent is to be able to iterate through um, like all the homes to find a good one, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you have people that you're like, oh, like find me, if you can find me a house like, like this other one, then, then that'd be awesome, right? And so, I don't know, I feel like in order to arbitrage, you need to have like, it's just like, it will take like your whole life and you still like are competing against everyone else where like, do you feel like this like could be a total game changer? Like in my head, it's just like if you could have this and you could arbitrate, you could find them, iterate faster than everyone else, then you could like truly find those needle in the haystack deals that no one would like that you find before everyone else that maybe should be listed for more or that do have that assumable mortgage. Now all of a sudden you can buy and it actually cash flows in this market. See, it's possible. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, is that is that what we're like? That's what I'm understanding. Is that kind of what's happening? Or yeah, so like. Yeah, so basically, I wanted to make it so, like anyone can find a house that they can afford, and and that you can, if you want to buy as investment property, you can cash flow. Um, and so, and so, I'm trying to think about what was your question again. Well, like, is this a game changer? I feel like this is yeah, a game yeah. changer. Yeah, yeah. So like, so it basically it makes it so much easier. So. I, for example, I was talking with one client and he was like, he was like, how did you find these houses? He's like, I'm on Zillow like every day and I can't, I like, I haven't found as many good deals as you found. You're like, I'm just so good at looking. <laughs> and I was like, well, I just, well, part of the reason I just spend a lot of time looking at houses. And the other thing is there's like certain search criteria that you can put in that'll, that'll find the right houses for you. And so, and so what I've done is, I kind of like built these curated lists of like, this is, this is how I find these good deals. And like, I break them down by County. So it's like, okay, you live in Davis County, you want homes under $500,000 and you want, 
you know, the 15 best deals of all those homes, of all the single family homes in Davis County. And so, and so I built these curated lists that make it so much easier for anyone to find those houses. Mm -hmm. And then the newest feature that I've released is a, it's a AI home finder. So basically it uses artificial intelligence. It goes through, you take a quiz, it matches all your preferences, and then it saves your preferences. It goes through the database. If it figures out anything that matches those, those preferences, those preferences, and it orders them by like, how relevant are they to you? And you can, and you can, you can put in like, oh, like I want, I want a house with a mother-in-law suite because I, I want that $1,500 off my mortgage and it matches you with that. And so it just basically creates a huge list of all these homes that meet your criteria and it lets you know how close they are to meeting your criteria. And so for me, I That's think so it's a, cool. I think it's a huge game changer. Um, and it really, I, I don't know, I think like I use it just for myself when I'm just like, like if I'm like ready to buy a new property, I'll be like, I mean, it, I think it's the best tool that there is mm -hmm. for, at least for Utah. Yeah. And that's where I'm sure there's like other opinions of this, but sometimes I feel like the best businesses are the ones that's like, you know, it's kind of the whole like push versus pull. Like sometimes, sometimes we want to push, like we're like, I have this great idea and I'm trying to push it into the market. Right. Yeah. And I feel like some of the better ones and there's a book, it's called the prosperity paradox by Clayton Christensen talks about this, but like sometimes you need something so bad that you, you pull it in. Right. And you, you, you create it out of necessity because it's like, it's so hard and so challenging to do it without this. And so, if, you know, if I build this little thing, then it, even if it fails and it's not some billion dollar success company, it's like my life just got easier and I just became a way better agent or whatever you're doing. Right. And so this sounds bigger than that, but I, I've found at least for me and, and talking to people, a lot of times the best things aren't like some, some abstract idea that you just create that doesn't really change your life. It's like, Oh, like I just built it because it made my life easy. And then I realized like how much of a game changer it is for everyone else, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Originally it was just, I wanted to build a tool to find assumable loans in Utah that had really low rates. Mm. Um, Wait, so how did you like, there's a million agents out there and I don't, that I'm aware they haven't done it. Like why, why, what made you do this compared to, cause that's a crap ton of work. Like, I don't know. Is it just like how you're wired or like, what made you go like, I want to build this <laughs> big old software thing to sell an extra house a year or whatever, you know, for me, it's partially, I just, I want to provide the best service to, mm -hmm. to like to anyone. Like I have a, I'm not a great salesman. And so I'm, I have a hard time just like convincing someone that they don't want to do. But if I can go to someone, I'm like, look, like this is the best deal that you're going to find through all of Utah or through all of Orem or Utah County. And I can like go to them and be like, I have, you know, a thousand data points. I'll point to this property or to these, this list of 10 properties. And I'm, and I can guarantee that this assumable loan, for example, I can guarantee that this specific property is going to save you a thousand dollars a month and it meets all your other criteria. Then for me, it's an easy sale. And so part of it was, I just want to provide the best value. So that way I don't really have to be a good salesman. I can just be like, Hey, look, you can buy it or not, but I, I'm pretty sure this is the best house for you. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is I just have fun building it. Yeah. Hey, I <laughs> it is that. kind of fun building. Yeah. And uh, I mean, no, I, that makes sense. You know, it's uh, 
Oh, I just had a good, good thought that just left me. Oh, that's the worst. But let me think. Um, yeah, well, anyway, this is just something different, but like, <laughs> I've definitely found that, well, I guess I was going to say, it's kind of like the whole like Tesla thing where it's like, we're not going to, we don't need ads because like people want the product. Right. Yeah. And so it totally makes sense as far as, uh, you know, like I found, especially in this market, like, cause before it's like, this makes money and like, you don't need to find the best house. This makes money. And so, it, but it's kind of shifted where if you want to be honest with people and, uh, it's just more challenging to be like, well, like, well, I don't know about this one, you know? And like, that's just how I am. It sounds like that's how you are. And yeah. so, and, and, and because like without this tool, at least for me, I'm like, I can't be like, well, you should buy this because you know, like this is the best, at least that you're getting the best in the market. It's kind of like, this could work maybe, but it was not as good as a couple years ago. Yeah. And so, and obviously there's a salesman that can probably close that deal. But like, I'm like, I would rather not, I'd really miss out on the deal if it's going to hurt this person and like, just be honest, you know, and I'm acknowledging I'm not perfect in what I'm saying. And maybe you should buy it. And I'm saying no, but I think it's better just to be you. Right. And this allows you to be better is, you know, you can act because now you're like, wow, this is actually this is the best deal, you know, because. Yeah. And I, and I can go to people confidently and be like, I think this deal's great. Like, mm -hmm. I think this, at least for what you're going to find in Utah, I think this is going to be one of the best deals you're going to have. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think it gives me the confidence when I'm trying to sell someone and yeah. be like, Hey, look, this is a good house. You should buy it. It gives me the confidence to go in and be like, Hey, like, I know this is a good house. I'm not just telling you I think it's a good one. I know it's a good one. I've done the research. Yeah. I have all the data from the entire MLS, every data point that you could possibly want. And and the AI is saying this is what aligns with you the most closely. Yeah. <coughs> you know it's what I find like the tell sign that like you've done what you said like how do you say this? Essentially, we can do like a whole podcast about this for like an hour. And all we're really doing is plugging this, but we're not. It's just like, it's so cool and cutting edge that like you can geek out about it and talk about it. And it's not just like, use me and use my software. It's just like, this is freaking awesome. Like, check it out. Like it's, it's a totally different approach. And like, obviously if everyone had it, then we'd be like, oh, that's cool. You know, and there's no more arbitrage, but because it's like i don't know like that's how you know you've made something cool is when you can just like geek out about it and, and you know the problem like for me is then it's like i don't sleep because you're just thinking about the, the the you know because it's new you're like well if i do this to it then like that opens up this whole nother possibility if you do this to it then you know and, and anyways and i think that's like the telltale sign of a good product and and i hope the people listening uh if there are any uh don't don't think like oh they sell they sold pictures the whole time instead it in my opinion, it's like, wow, that's freaking awesome. I want to use that. But it's not a, it's a totally different sales approach, you know, cause it's not a sales approach. It's just like, you know, I don't want to sleep cause this is so cool. It's, it's totally different, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I geek out about it and, um, I could probably talk all day about it cause I, I just have fun doing it too. Yeah. Like then that's why I built it. I mean, I just had fun doing it. Um, I like doing side projects just for fun and software is kind of where I like to do my side projects because that's what I have extra skills in. And um, I just had fun doing it. And so it's kind of fun to like talk about my passion project that I spent the last five, six months building. So Yeah. And that's, 
you know, because kind of the theme of everything we talk about here is just like, you know, stop analyzing, just just do it. Like, obviously, you don't put yourself in a bad position, but I think so many of us are on the sidelines. And so what was the I know, like you said, you like liked it. And what was the pivot point between like not doing it and do it? Like, how did you overcome what most of us can't and actually start the thing and then continue to do it? Well, I don't feel like it was like a one moment. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it. It was like, I was like, oh, I think I can build this small little tool. Mm-hmm. And then, and then from there, I was like, oh, well, I built that. I might as well just add this little small little tool, tool to the, to it. And then from there, I was like, oh, well, I might as well just add this little piece <laughs> to it as well. So like, like I said, originally it was like assumable loans and it was like, oh, I might as well add seller finance loans. And then it's like, oh, I might as well do like write software to figure out what the best fixer upper houses. And then I'm like, oh, well, might as well figure out what the best houses with mother-in-law suites. And then I'm like, oh, well, I might as well add an AI tool that matches all of these things. So that way Mm -hmm. you don't really have to look through everything. It just matches everything perfectly with your preference. Um, and then you're like, well, I guess if I have these, I might as well make a website and sell this thing. You know? Yeah, I mean, if I have this, I might as well like make a website, make it so not just so I can use it, but I can show all of my clients, like they can visually see it instead of me just telling them, you know. Mm. Um, and then I'm like, oh, well, if I did that, then I might as well build a software, build something to like help people selling their homes too, which is kind of like what I'm working on right now. It's basically software that just, it'll find every, it'll find every, real estate agent who has sold a house within a certain area over the last year or so. And then if, and then if I have a client who wants to sell a house, then I just, it'll automatically text every single client within this certain area. Who's an active real estate agent and be like, Hey, look, this house just went for sale. It's a great deal for this and this and this reason. And I know you're an active agent. So why don't you look at, or if you have any clients or looking to buy or now, why don't you go show your clients this house? And so, and so that's like another tool that I'm trying to add. So I think it's just kind of like, it's hard. It's hard. Like if I, if I would have started this looking like, oh, I'm going to build 20 tools and I'm going to do all these things right now, it would have been really hard. Yeah. But since I just looked at it, like I'm going to build this tool and then I'm like, oh, well that works pretty well. Maybe I'm going to build this one and then I'm going to build this one. Yeah. And so I think just breaking it down into actionable steps is what, helps you is what helps you basically create a big product or create something that's maybe difficult to build yeah well that's where i do think pulling instead of pushing is so powerful because i know you know i feel like a common theme among myself and people i talk to is you know usually it's like, like if I'm just like, oh, I want to build like the next Twitter or something like you're in your head. You're like, OK, I'm going to be working for like next four years for free for like a 10 percent or 5 percent or whatever percent probability that this thing's going to be successful. And like, yeah, you know, obviously there's the people that do it that are maybe delusional and think like it's going to succeed. But maybe for the more rational, uh, it's like uh, it's a pretty small chance, you know, and, and then it's very, you know, you you have that initial push and then it's super hard to like after like a month, you're like, man, am I really going to do this 60 times over for a 5% chance of this thing working, you know? And, 
and you know what you described and how my life has been it's been like wow if i build this thing it's gonna like make me so much better what i'm currently doing and so like and even then like in one month of me doing this i will be better and like there's like a monetary value to it or at least a my life gets easier value to it right and then like and then from there you can build the same exact big thing the only difference is like the whole time felt better and you're not just like staring into this black hole you know and, and i at least for me that's like the number one way because you know you read all the habit books and like it's much easier like no one can willpower their way through things and so i think setting up the right way and not just being like well i currently work on cars but i'm gonna build some social media you know something so far out of your realm like i just i feel like it's just for me i can't do that because i can only willpower for so long and yeah. uh, i don't know like that's the framework i've seen be successful it sounds like that's kind of what you did yeah, for me, I think part of it I mean, is a couple of things. I think one part of it is I had fun doing it. I liked doing it. And I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I like doing it every day. Like, yeah. I, after, after after working, I would like get home and I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to start working on this software to pull, to go scrape all these houses from the MLS um, and just and build this product. And so I had fun doing it, I think was part of it. And originally I was like, yeah, probably like a 15% chance that like this turns into like a product that yeah. people will want to use. And then did you ever say that? But even if yeah, I, I was will like, be a good agent, I will be a much better agent, right? Like, but even yeah, but even if it's like I get like even if I just use this house to like find houses for myself, like if I can if I can find a house where I save a thousand dollars a month, like for 30 years like that's, that's big pretty, pretty decent right? yeah like like a thousand dollars a month for 30 years is a big deal so i'm like be you know even 30, if uh, 12,000 times 30 i mean that's 300 grand 360,000 something like a that decent amount yeah. yeah and so i was like uh, even if i don't use this for anything else besides helping me to find a house i think it's worth it and i had fun doing it and then but like originally i was like yeah Chances that anyone else is ever going to use this is maybe is pretty low, ten percent. Okay. And then and then like I built another feature, and then I built another feature, and then I like added some more things. And I was like, oh, maybe the chances someone uses this might be like get a, twenty, twenty five percent. You're like, oh, this thing's getting pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And then after like after I finished, I was like, there's like a pretty good chance, or like not necessarily a good chance. I'd be. It's just like if someone wants to use this, like I'm going to let people use it because like it's a great tool now, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I just think that building a, building a business, I mean, I'm no expert, but I think you just do something that you like. Let's do something that like, even when you don't want to do it, so that you like, should follow your passions. <laughs> unless your passions are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there's some passions where it's like, you're never going to be able to make a business out of it. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not saying you don't follow it, but like, don't follow it in order to make money out of it. But. No. Yeah. Well, and that's where I do think, cause, cause there's the whole, like, I think it was like Steve jobs said, follow your passions. And then there's that other guy that's like, no, like work hard at one thing for a long time. Yeah. And I think the disconnect between both those guys is like, if it's like the car example, if, so, if you're like a crazy good mechanic and then you're trying to do something like sell groceries online to people. Yeah. Maybe not, but if you're if you're a crazy good mechanic and passionate about it, and and because of that you're building these things that help you, that's 
it's a whole different story than like you're a good mechanic, but you're passionate about groceries online for cheap or something, you know? Yeah. And like, and I was a, I'm a pretty decent software engineer and he's really good guys. <laughs> don't let him, don't let him fool you. <laughs> and, and, and I just, I was kind of passionate about it. And so I was like, well, and then my other passion, I, my other passion. So I, I was pretty good at real or pretty good at software, but I also was really passionate about real estate too. And I'm like, well, I can be passionate about both together. I can build software for real estate because like those are the two business related things I'm probably the most interested in is software and real estate. And so I'm like, well, I might as well work on something where I'm doing both at the same time. So, so not only am I getting better with my skills, so I'm doing what the one guy said, it's like find one thing and get really, really good at it. Mm -hmm. the other, and then Steve Jobs said, like, do what you're passionate about. I'm doing both. I'm getting really, really good at what I, at what I do which is like software is what I originally started doing. And then I'm also doing what I'm passionate about is real estate and figuring yeah. out what the best real estate deals are, finding, you know, helping other people find good deals. So I don't know. I think, I think passion. And then after, and then after working on it, I was like, wait, this actually might be something that might be valuable. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best way to, you know, identify, you can identify a pain point, right? And that's, best products and so if you're doing it and there's some royal pains then if you solve them bada bing bada boom it's a pretty pretty good little equation so. yeah <laughs> kill two birds with one stone yeah and half the time it's uh i mean i think it should be intentional because like being deliberate is how you are successful but i i think a lot of people stumble upon these brilliant ideas and businesses just because it's like well i was just making my life easier and you know at least for me i'm like you know i'm not I'm like, yeah, I was bored at night. And so I just, you know, just programmed a little bit more and did some stuff. And after six months of that, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And it really started out, I wanted just to make my own life easier. Like, mm -hmm. I was looking for a house for myself. And I was like, look, I can't afford 8% interest rates. Because I was like, <laughs> I was at like the height of interest rates. They've come down a little bit. But they're still pretty high. And yeah. so I was like... I just need to find a house that my wife and I can afford. And so that's kind of how it started. And then kind of, then I just kind of kept going cause I liked doing it, but yeah. So what's the next, uh, what's your next plans with, uh, the, do you have a business name by the way? Have you, uh, is it Utah? What's your website again? Utah home finds, Utah home finds. So what's the next plan with Utah home finds, Utah home finds.com next plan. I don't know. Just, uh, just, uh, I'm just kind of, um, refining it and trying mm -hmm. to make it, I mean, there's just like some little things that I like to tweak to make this a little bit better, that a little bit better then that. And then just trying to let people know that it's a great tool to use where you can, you can find homes that you can afford. You can find homes that match your preferences better. Um, and so, yeah. Just okay. fine-tuning things and making it the best product possible and then trying to get people to to use it and find houses they can afford. So Okay. And how are you going to get it? I see this is a good way. Um, how, you know, how are you going to get more? Obviously, like, once you have a client, doesn't sound like anyone would go anywhere since your service is going to – is phenomenal – but how you how are you using this to like acquire more like is just word of mouth like hey this guy like can find stuff that no one else can find because he's freaking got a robot army behind him, uh, or you know like what how you plan to like grow and 
and and like I know we've talked a little about like doing some Google AdWords and stuff just to get it in front of people because I do feel yeah. like like if you just get this in front of people, it sells itself. And so and that's where people are like I don't do ads because I'm Tesla and blah blah. But I'm like, well, you still got to get in front of people. So like, you know, ads are good. You know, but doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you're like sales pitching them some crappy product. It just means you know if they see it like. If they see it and you have a way higher conversion rate than everyone else, then like it makes sense. So, yeah, so um, that was a terrible question, but and that I kind of already half knew the answer to. But anyways, proceed with however you yeah, want. The the main thing I'm gonna do to like get this in front of people is, I mean, the main thing I'd hope is would be word of mouth that people can, you know, people that I've worked with, um, will just, you know, tell their friend like, hey, look at this, look at this website or talk to this agent, he knows a lot about the real estate in this area. Um, second thing is I'm just starting up to run, I'm just getting ready to run the Google uh, pay-per-click advertising. Um, so it's really just to drive traffic to the website, um, let people view the different houses, um, and just kind of sh- let people view, you know, view for themselves that the like, this will help them and also that I am a person who can help them as well because I I know what I'm talking about at least a little bit. Yeah. Um and so yeah, and that's and that's kind of the hope is just to kind of build up a clientele and hopefully I don't have to do run any Google advertising in, you know, five years from now. Because by then word of mouth will You've reached terminal velocity. Yeah. Word of mouth will take care of it all. But until then, yeah, just trying to trying to get get the word out in any way possible, talking to people. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's my plan as of now. Okay. Well, I think it's gonna be pretty good. But It'll be all right. <laughs> I uh, have no doubt that uh, if you're taking investor money, well, I need that first. But uh, <laughs> I would, if I had a bunch, I would invest. <laughs> Uh, I have time though. Well, no, I don't even have that anymore. Crap. I don't know. <laughs> I'm nothing. Um, but all right. Well, I think it's good to change subjects a little bit. Tell us a little bit more. What do you like to do for fun? Do you have any top books you've recently read? And and uh, I don't know what's what makes. I don't know. That's, we'll 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 stay there. Fun things. My life isn't very fun right now, but uh, I I don't know, I don't or I guess my life is very fun, but I don't like go out and do a ton of fun things. Mostly, I just like hanging out with my wife. Yeah, I don't know. Run, I know it's, it, it sounds it sounds lame, but like it's just like having your best friend with you all the time. So I love hanging out with her. Like last night, we just went out to eat, and it's like like I don't know if I'd classify it as like something super like super like fun like we're going out and doing something crazy but like i don't know yeah I, I think the happiness level between going out to eat with my wife and just about anything else is about the same so might as well do that <laughs> might as well do happy that happy wife happy wife <laughs> um i also feel like it's the unfortunate part about doing a passion project like this is all of a sudden it's like well i work a lot because it's fun you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I do work for fun, which to some people sounds crazy, but I don't know. I just I feel like if I'm not progressing towards something, mm-hmm. at, then I'm just like, then I just get like a little bit anxious, and I'm like, all right, well, 
yeah, maybe I'm having fun doing this. Maybe I'm having fun playing a video game, but like I'm just getting anxious because I don't feel like I'm progressing anything. So the anxiousness kind of balances out the fun. Yeah. But other than that, I do like to go to the gym. I like to play sports. I, I, he's really, really good at volleyball. I, I'm am, also really, really bad at volleyball. So I'm, I'm okay at volleyball. I'm okay at volleyball. Um, I like basketball too. I like playing basketball a lot. I don't play as much as I used to, but I like playing sports. Um, going to the gym, just doing something active. Cause I feel like all day I'm like, what I'm doing is mentally strenuous. Yeah. Um, and so I need something that's like physically strenuous to balance it out. It's, it's actually interesting. A lot of programmers I know, it's, I feel like they either, they kind of go one way or the other. Either they're like, they go like really hard and it's like working out or like physical stuff. They kind of go to the extreme or they kind of go to like the other video game extreme where like they kind of do that, which teach their own. But like, it's kind of interesting to see. There's like not a, not a big in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, um, yeah, that's what I like to do. And then you asked what books I've read recently. Um, I don't know. I didn't read this recently, but I think probably my favorite book is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay. I think it's one of the most useful ones. I think it's because I think it's most useful because it transfers not only into business or into it will also transfers into like being a father, which I'm not a father, but eventually I will be. Soon? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> but like being a father, being a husband, being a good businessman, being a good leader, like every area of your life, I think it really, um, it really transfers well into pretty much any part of your life. Helps. I think one of the best things is learning how to deal with conflict, um, and just like learning how to like get people to, you know, trust you and respect you. And it's not through manipulation; it's through, it's through like just being a genuine good person. Yeah, and I feel like some of the concepts in that book are so basic that you can kind of look over them. Mm-hmm. But I think they're so basic that people do look over them and they don't implement them. So I've no. read I've read that one a couple times, and I feel like every time or each time I read it, I've gotten um, some good insights from it. No, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Because I actually I'm not just sucking up here, but I it's on my like two books from now list and. Yeah. Part of the reason is like I I still remember most of the concepts, but I I felt like recently I have a hard time being present, like yeah, especially you know I'm excited about what I'm working on, and then like it's kind of the programmer thing, like I don't program like you do, but I still do a decent amount, and so it's just like you're kind of like mentally checked out where you need the gym or you need the video games or whatever, yeah, and then like. It also probably like like Instagram, like it makes you kind of a worse scroller when I'm like really like feeling vegetable brained at the yeah. end of the day. And so anyways, that's half the reason I wanted to read the book because I'm like, I, I need like an extra dose of like, you know, 2024 goals to just be really, really, really present. And like, unless yeah. I like really care about the people I'm with, it's so hard. And maybe even that means saying no more. So that way when I do go out, I'm not just like some, I'm not like, some vegetable that's on my phone or not, you know, like laughing and having fun, you know, cause I've, I've, I've been very bad at that. I can admit. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard cause you need to find a balance of being, cause I feel like you need to be really efficient with like your work and the projects that you do, but you shouldn't be trying to be really efficient with people. You know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't just be like, 
oh, well, like if you have a, a meeting, you should be like, oh, well, spit it out. I want to get through this as quick as possible. I don't, you can do that when you're working on a project. So you can be like, oh, I just want to get this done, get through it as quick as possible and iterate quickly. But doing that with people is not a good thing, you know? Particularly in your personal life, you know? Yeah, and in your personal life. And I feel like it's really hard for me too. Like, like I'll be like deep in like a thought and like I'll be working on something and then my my wheels are turning 100 miles per hour. And I then, haven't been able to figure out how to turn that off. Like, I think I'll be single my whole life because I just can't, <laughs> like I care about you, but like <laughs> I need to think for a while, you know? <laughs> I can't. I can't turn it off either. So I just, I mean... I'm trying to, but like, yeah, it's, it's honestly super hard. And like, I've talked to people, other people who are software engineers too. And I think specifically in that world, it's really hard because a lot of times it's like really complex problems that are multi layers deep. And then like, you have to go many layers deep into like unpack this problem and understand it. And if there's like an outside voice, like someone coming in to be like, coming to talk to you it's really hard to like get you like out of the pa flow. pause that answer this person and then turn back yeah it definitely gets you out of the flow and so that's why i'm a huge chat gpt we were talking earlier like i want i was like i want a chat gpt assistant that like someone emails me and it just like even if even if like it just says like hey like you got this email it says this roughly and then like, should I say this roughly? And then like, and then you just say yes and it sends it off. So that way you don't have to like detach, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which I know I'm like, that's probably a bad thing, but I'm like, that'd be so nice. Yeah. I think one thing is nice. If you just make a block of time, be like, I'm not taking interruption. Like if anyone messages me or emails me from this time to this time, I'm going to answer them at the end of this block of time. Yeah. Um, it's not always easy to do, especially like I'll work from home and... Um, that's probably actually been terrible for our minds <laughs> now that we've been thinking about it. Yeah. It's hard. Cause my wife will come in and she'll be like, she'll be like, Hey, do you want this for lunch? Or, you know, some like normal like, question. Eh, sure. And I like, and like, I'm so like, I, it's so hard for me to switch back and forth that sometimes I just like, I take like 30 <laughs> seconds to answer her and she just, she gets frustrated with me sometimes, but, um, yeah, and that's, that's something that I struggle with is being able to go back and forth so quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple, couple years ago, I, uh, so we both served missions for our church, but I, I and there's like a big, per, like a adult that's called to lead it. But anyways, the, so my mission president, like I, I called him and he's incredibly successful. Uh, and anyways, but I just like number one advice, uh, to be a successful entrepreneur actually is kind of what I, this question. And that he told me is like, is be present in what you're doing. And so like when you're at work, be a hundred percent at work. And then when you're at home, be a hundred percent at your home with your kids, be a hundred percent with them when you're with your wife with, and with, at church, you know, just be a hundred, like be all in. And I think about that, like almost every day because I'm so bad at it. And that's why it's kind of a 2024 goal for me. Cause it's like, I just haven't figured out the secret yet, but I like, I know it's possible. It's just, it's just like, I get so excited about what I'm doing that it's just, I don't know. It's it's a challenge. So I think, but I do think I do agree. I'm like, wow, I'd be so much better if I, like, I'm not actually solving the world problems when I'm at home thinking about this thing on the couch. Like if I bet I'd be actually better at it if I like disconnected and thought about it again in the morning, you know? Yeah. And I guess I do that subconsciously a lot. Like, like when I, 
Like when I finish work, I feel like that drive, it's like a 25 minute drive home. And like, I need that drive home in order to like to decompress, unwind, get out of work mode. And so when I'm working from home, then it's a lot harder. So like I'll finish work and I just want to go like, just go like lay down and like watch something for like 20 minutes. Cause then it like, if I can just watch something, then it like, it'll trigger my brain to get out of work mode. Um, anyways, but then my wife feels like I'm just like ignoring her for 20 minutes as soon. Like she's like, as soon as you're done with work, then you just ignore me for like 20 minutes. But like, I feel like that actually helps me to be more present for the rest of the night. Yeah. Sounds like, like, sounds like you need to work a little further away. <laughs> yeah. Find, find a house 20 minutes further. <laughs> Some, yeah. Sometimes it's nice to, uh, it's nice to go to work and I choose to go into work most days. Um, it's just, no, sometimes I don't. When it's snowing, I don't like driving in the snow. Makes sense. Um, but most days I say I go in. See, we were just talking. Reason. I was like, you need to get a truck. It'll it'll help on the snow days a little bit. <laughs> I'm from Phoenix. I just, I don't <laughs> even try. I don't try to drive in the snow. No, to be honest, I had an SUV before my truck, and I, it's a million times better than the snow just because there's no weight on your back tires. And so like, and you don't, it's so clanky and like four wheel drive, even high that like, it's pretty much like after I slide that I'm like, I'll press the knob or whatever. Yeah. Like it defeats the purpose, but <laughs> so yeah, don't buy a truck for the snow. Everyone says that, but they're in my opinion, wait, get like a land cruiser or something. Well, yeah, my car expensive, get a forerunner. <laughs> well, my wife's car is really good in the snow, but I have a, 2005 Chevy Colorado that has like a rear wheel drive. So all the weights oh, in the thing, front yeah. and all the powers in the back. And so as soon as you hit icy pass, it's just fishtails. Which so is kind of fun, but it's fun. Not, yeah. Not when you're not driving with other people though. Safe. They're scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh Anyways. man. Well, uh, probably should wrap up. Any other words of wisdom before we do that or, um, I don't know. Just, want to build a business just do it love it so nope camera's backwards just do it all right well anyways thanks for joining us for this episode of the do the stuff podcast thank you nathan for for coming on i mean that was so much fun we'll have to have you again pretty soon <laughs> and uh wheel me us I, I guess you could be talking about audience me right yeah so makes sense but that was a blast. Hope uh, hope everyone could get some good nuggets out of that. And I think, uh, you know, we really did talk about just just doing it. Like, just, just freaking just do it. Just just do it. Just it's do like the Shia stuff. LaBeouf. Just yeah. do it. Do it. Just do it. What What are you waiting for? Oh, it's good stuff. All right. Well, until next time. See ya. See you guys.